Darwin on life. Man and dog at the dawn of a new age. Welcome back to Darwin on Life. I am your host, Trailer Park, and I am here with my partner, Darwin, to advance our explorations into interspecies communication. As regular listeners know, Darwin is a beagle. We are able to speak to each other thanks to the app I have created that uses artificial intelligence to convert canine vocalizations into human speech. So, Darwin, Christmas is just around the corner. Are you excited? I am absolutely giddy with anticipation. That's funny. You don't sound especially giddy. Your tone of voice sounds more blasé to me. Do you like Christmas, or are you more of a Scrooge or a Grinch? I am definitely not a Scrooge. Isn't he a duck? I think you are getting your Scrooges mixed up. Scrooge McDuck is a cartoon character. He is the uncle of Donald Duck. He takes his name from the original Scrooge, Ebenezer Scrooge, a miserly old man in the Charles Dickens story, A Christmas Carol. Ah, yes, the very nearsighted fellow who goes around saying, Bah, humbug. You're on the right track, but you must be thinking of the cartoon version of the story where Mr. Magoo plays the part of Ebenezer Scrooge. Wait a minute. Mr. Magoo, a cartoon, plays the part of a fictional character... In a cartoon? That doesn't make any sense. Why didn't they just make a cartoon Ebenezer Scrooge? Hmm, good question. I never thought about that. I guess they thought if they used a popular cartoon character, then more people would watch the show. They should have used Snoopy instead. Everyone loves a beagle. That's true, but it would have seemed a little weird to have Snoopy running a money-lending business where he treated his employees harshly. Weirder than having Snoopy be a World War I flying ace who shoots down enemy aircraft? But you're right, Snoopy is too lovable to be a Scrooge. So then, are you a Grinch? Does all the noisy celebration of Christmas annoy you? Not really. Not that the Grinch is all bad. His only friend is a dog, after all. Although he doesn't treat him very well. Like all dogs, Max is very loyal to his companion, but the Grinch still tries to exploit him by making him pull a sleigh filled with toys. That's a job for eight reindeer, nine if you include Rudolph. I can empathize with Max. I know what it feels like to have someone take advantage of my loyalty. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. So why aren't you more excited about Christmas? Well, I've only experienced one Christmas so far, and that was kind of a mixed bag. As you will recall, you went to see your family last year, so I stayed with my sitters, Shirley and Laverne. It was fun being there with all the other dogs, and the ladies made special Christmas dog treats that were super yummy. The dog biscuits with liver pate icing were my favorites. They really do spoil you over there, but what did you not like? They made us all dress up in ugly Christmas sweaters and put antlers on our heads to make us look like reindeer. They took pictures of all of us that they posted to Facebook and Instagram. I didn't think much of it at the time since I was such a young puppy, but my dog friends still tease me about it. It has been very humiliating and I really don't want to go through that again. That is certainly understandable. Well then, you will be happy to know that this year I am staying home, and I promise you I won't dress you up in any way that displeases you. 
My sister Sarah will come over for Christmas lunch, and I told her that her dog Fluffy was welcome to join us. I'm sure you remember Fluffy, right? Ah, uh, yes, Fluffy, the scab who tried to usurp my place in the podcast. You really can't blame Fluffy. It was all my idea to involve her in the podcast after you went on strike. Please be nice to her. She is a bit afraid of you, and I would really prefer that she not do an anxiety pee on my carpet. It is almost impossible to get out the smell afterwards. Okay, I will be a perfect gentle hound. Besides, even though Fluffy is by no means my intellectual equal, she is kind of cute. I wouldn't mind snuggling up with her by the fireplace. I'm thinking a kind of Arthur Miller, Marilyn Monroe kind of relationship. You be careful, Darwin. I don't want you to go breaking any hearts, especially on Christmas Day. Oh no, now I've got that Wham! song stuck in my head. Last Christmas I gave you my heart. I never can remember the words. Gross, now you've infected me too. Can you put on some other Christmas music that will push that annoying tune out of my head? Sorry, Darwin, I can't put on any music while we are recording this podcast because I can't afford the royalties. We definitely need to get some corporate sponsors and pronto. How about if we sing some traditional Christmas carols? They are all in the public domain, so it won't cost us anything. I'm not sure our audience is really interested in hearing us sing Christmas carols, but I am curious to know which ones you like. Well, not surprisingly, I have a soft spot for Christmas songs that recognize the important role that animals have played in making Christmas such a special time. The best of all is Soul Cake. The first verse goes like this. God bless the master of this house and the mistress also, and all the little children that round your table grow, the cattle in your stable, the dog at your front door, and all that dwell within your gates, we wish you ten times more. Can you imagine how wonderful it would be to live in a house with ten dogs? I get a little misty-eyed just thinking about it. And I get a little terrified. All the barking and howling and furniture chewing. No offense, Darwin, but looking after one dog is challenging enough. Ten would drive me around the bend. Not that anyone would notice, but hey, it was just a thought. Any other Christmas songs on your top ten list? The Friendly Beasts is another great one. It doesn't mention dogs specifically, but pay attention to the last verse. Every beast by some good spell In the stable dark was glad to tell All the gifts they gave Emmanuel The gifts they gave Emmanuel So I'm sure there must have been a dog in the manger. Uh, let me rephrase that. I am sure there must have been a dog looking after the baby Jesus. He probably made sure that no cat jumped on his face. It wouldn't do to have the Messiah smothered to death on the day he was born. Darwin, that myth about cats smothering babies is just an urban legend. You better be more careful what you say about cats if you expect them to support your presidential ambitions. Ah, uh, yes, good point. Sorry to all you cats listening out there. I will make it up to you when I am in the White House. My first presidential act will be to mandate that all cats get cream instead of milk in their bowls. I'm sure no other presidential candidate will be willing to make that promise. You are surely correct on that score, Darwin. Say, we have only a few minutes left. 
Is there any gift you would especially like for Christmas? Nothing too expensive, I hope. Oh, trailer, you know me. I have very simple tastes. A new blanket would be nice. I'm afraid I may have gotten a little too aggressive with my old one. It's more holes than blanket at this point. New blanket, check. That shouldn't be a problem. Anything else? A new collar would be nice. The one I have is so 2022. I saw one on TV the other day that was genuine leather with inset rhinestones. The jewels would really bring out the sparkle in my eyes. Vanity, thy name is Darwin. Okay, let me see what I can find. Oh, and of course, I would still like a brand new Tesla Model S Plaid with a personal chauffeur. The highway siren call is taunting me. I long to feel the wind rushing through my fur as I stick my head out the passenger side window to soak in all the wondrous odors of the road. Keep dreaming. Tell you what, when we go for our afternoon walk, I will let you linger over the smells coming from our street. I think I saw a dead raccoon there this morning. That should set your olfactory system all aflutter. I should probably be upset with you for that bit of sarcasm, but Odoakunmo actually sounds kind of captivating. Okay, Darwin, it's time to say goodbye to our audience. Darwin and I wish you all the happiest of holidays and good health and good fortune in the new year. Soul a soul a soul cake, please good missus a soul cake, an apple, a pear, a plum, or a cherry, any good thing to